welcome to the ANA Podcast, Sports Talk, with your hosts, Anthony Cortez and Alex Ashley. What's up and welcome to the ANA Podcast. I am Anthony. What's going on, everybody? I'm Alex. It's your host, co-host, Rocco Cortez. And we got a special guest today. hey The one, the only. It's not Blake. Very, very, very good friend of the ANA Podcast. Mr. Marcos Campos. Welcome, senor. Welcome. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. He Thanks is, for being uh, here. Thanks for staying up late with us. Man. Oh, man. I'm 33 years old and a father. This is late for me. I am should be in bed by now. It's way past <laughs> yeah. bedtime. That's like four hours past my bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't but help when Star- Starbucks uh, messes up the coffee order either. Seriously. You say half and half, like half calf. It's all good, though. Tomorrow I got jury duty, so I can just sleep through that. Boom. Serious? Yeah, for real. Oh, nice. man. Always a fun time. I've only yeah. had it once so far. It wasn't that bad. I got called. I got selected first, and yeah. Who cares? Yay, sports! <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We're just a group of guys that like to talk sports, and uh, we're going to shove it in your ear holes whether you like it or not. It's yep. on the internet for everybody to listen, and it uh, seems people like it. Yeah. How many downloads are we at right now? Do you know? Uh, a little over 1,600. What? 1,600? Yeah. That's Good low is a lot of downloads. Yeah. And uh, this is episode 27. I think that's pretty good for yeah. us being... Yeah, I think we're averaging bad. about 62. It's not bad. So thank right. you thank you to everyone out there yeah, who's, who's listening. And We're no Joe Rogan, but uh, you know what? We're doing all right. Trying to be. I mean, but yeah. We got a wristband giveaway, and we still got wristbands? Yeah, we still yeah. got wristbands. Still yeah. got wristbands. We, I, we got 1,600 downloads and all of our wristbands. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not all of them, but go to uh, still some of them. Tyler go, sent us his email or his uh, address, so I got to get his. I got to get his out. So thanks, to, thanks Tyler for that, and I. Uh, I'll get in touch with Kelly about hers. Right on. Go on iTunes, leave us a positive review or constructive negative review. Like the funnier, the better. If you give us a, yeah. a negative, funny one, that's classic. Yep. We'll send you two wristbands. Yep. We deserve a negative one. I think so. Yeah, because you're horrible. <laughs> Thanks, dude. See, the funny thing is I wasn't sure. I thought maybe that was me. I wasn't sure who we were talking about. I think that it kind of applies to all of us. Right. I mean, we're not always the best, but hey, whatever. Not yeah, leave bad. us one star. Leave us five stars. It doesn't matter. The more stars, the better. Yep. Uh, or shoot us an email at doubleasportshow at gmail.com. Double is spelled out D-O-U-B-L-E-A, sportshow at gmail.com. T-shirts and caps. Um, Alex? Yeah? What's going on with our T-shirts and caps, man? Just hanging out, really. <laughs> just hanging out. Inanimate objects, just man. Chilling. You know how they do. We got one order, yeah. We, we got do one. have one. So we, we do have t-shirts. We do have caps. If you guys haven't seen them before, check them out on the uh, social media pages, Instagram, Facebook. Um, they are for sale. Let us know your sizes. Let us know where you live. That way we can actually send them to you. Um, shirts, I believe, are 25 plus shipping and handling. Hats are 35. 35, 35 plus shipping and handling. Um, support the cause, guys. It's not bad. That's not That's a bad, not bad. And they're nice stuff, too. They're quality stuff. We made sure they weren't terrible. I'm so. wearing my cap right now. He is wearing his cap. Can confirm. I love Can my, confirm. I love my cap. The name on social media is different, correct? It's not double A. It is It's A, a and A. Yeah. A, a and ampersand A sports show. Yeah. So. so. Awesome. Go find us. Like We're on all stuff. the socials. Go find us. Like you know, our shit. <clears throat> social media runs the world. You can find us. We're there. All right. Let's get to it so Marcus can start talking. I want to hear his beautiful voice. (laughs) Soulful sounds. (laughs) (laughs) A couple highlights. Uh, Rangers hire a new manager. Yeah, right. Yeah. Chris Woodward. For the Rangers fans that have been hiding under a rock, we hired a new manager, Chris Woodward. He's been the... uh, He's been the Dodgers' third base coach for the past three seasons. Mm -hmm. He's been coaching since 2014. He had a playing career from... uh, When was he playing? He was playing from from 99 to 2011. Yep. 
Um, he bounced around the league a little bit, but yeah, they they just announced him. He uh, had his. We're recording this on a on a Monday night, and they just introduced him today as the new mm-hmm. manager. Um, and in other news, Floyd Mayweather announces his fight. He's going to fight a Japanese kickboxer named Tenshin Nasukawa in Japan. That's closer. That's I. What? That's some really good do. pronunciation, bro. Yeah, I was Thank actually you. impressed. That was nice. That was good. really good. Thank you. You can't <laughs> say fuck you. I'm bad at this. <laughs> You can't say double A podcast, but you could say Nasuwaka. So go, dude, go figure. Wait, are you kidding me? No, this I'm not is kidding you. This is real. Yeah, real. Yeah. This is real. Gambling debts are real, bro. Yeah, no he kidding. Child support. Yup. This dude is a kickboxer. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think the rules are set in place to where it's going to be a kickboxing. Oh match. yeah, Floyd's not going to kick. No, no. See, he's, no. he's signing up for the Japanese though. So I mean, he doesn't make the rules. It's not like it's a yeah, Las yeah. Vegas title. It's right. in oh. Japan, and it's them. So if it's kickboxing, he's going to get kicked in the face. Yeah. Oh, dude. Is he really? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he has to. I mean, it's a kickboxing. It's, it's, it's over there. It's overseas. It's not in America. Right. He doesn't call shots. Damn. Right. He's a nobody over there. Right. Yeah. Wow. I wonder if oh, this man. is any kind of prelude to some kind of like, That's what I was MMA thinking. This is, just a, this is just a fight that he can take to right. make some money and hope he can take the L and maybe come fight over here. Khabib or somebody. Or That's what I'm wondering. Canelo. This is the equivalent like when uh, actors go to Japan and do commercials for like 500 grand because they're broke. Right. Okay. Or U.S. Yeah. baseball players, I bet. Yeah. yeah. Go there. Go to Japan. A little bit easier. Yeah. yeah. Japan actually loves their baseball. They Tom. do. Japan, Korea, China. That's they yeah. have pretty big. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They're Tom Selleck had a good career in Japan. <laughs> Mustaches sell big over there. Yeah, yeah dude. Mustaches know. are huge. 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 All right, let's get this and next segment out. So, of wait, the wait, way. wait, wait. Hold on a minute. Wait, I asked, oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Is this going to count towards his record? Yeah. Well, I don't think it's not boxing his pro, record. Yeah, not his pro record. Right. Not his pro record? It'll be a MMA record. So, he might start off MMA 0 and 1, but he won't be whatever 50 and 1 for boxing. Yeah, he'll still be undefeated in boxing. Yeah. Wow. All right, then. Whatever. Hey. Just like, I guess Money's Connor money. is 0-1 in boxing now. Money's money, I guess. That just blows my mind, dude. He just made a quadrillion dollars fighting. He, 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 dude, he gambles millions. Yeah. He's got a, from what I understand, he's got a pretty bad gambling habit. He is not an educated man. He's, no, sure. he's not. <laughs> he's not a smart so. man. Yeah, when you can't read the stat lines, I mean, come on. I don't think he can read anything ever. <laughs> <laughs> What are the little squiggly lines on that page there? Oh, man. I don't like it. You could probably read his text. I don't you think so. hope so. I think he just does the speak and spell. <laughs> Someone buy a new hat. <laughs> Jeez. Unbelievable. Yeah. So that'll be fun to see. But yeah, that's a real thing. It's happening. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if this will sell even more because it's his first MMA fight. Like if everybody in the US is gonna be like, yeah, we're gonna probably buy not. People see. are gonna buy it because they want to see his I think get more his ass peop- kicked. I think, yeah. Yeah. They want to see Floyd Mayweather get his ass kicked. I know what does I that do. Say about us. <laughs> oh, he's doing well. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck him. Lose. Lose. Lose now. now. Lose bad too. Totally. Face caved in. Okay. I didn't write this down, but I actually think more people are going to tune into the uh, Tiger Woods and uh, Phil Mickelson. They're fighting too. No, no, yeah, no they're, bro. They're, Cage fight, WWE style. Hell in a Two cell. golfers enter. <laughs> what? Both will leave because they, they get, can't throw a punch. Do they get to use the clubs or what's going on? Is it, is no, it's hand to hand. Hand to hand combat. They combat. have their caddies go fight. Yeah. Uh-huh. They just stay in the back. Yeah. Wow. They're the tag team. Dude, what is going on in sports, dude? <laughs> sports are exciting, man. Dude, oh, man. I'm blown away. Nicholson got uh, blood clots. So, I mean, he's going to come out. One swinging. kick to the shin, he's done. That's it. It's over. True. 
Tiger's got a bad bag, so yep. it's a yeah. risky move. Give him we'll one see. shot to the spleen, and he's <laughs> fucking out. It's a risky move. We'll Grappling see how for the rest. <laughs> What's the purse at like nineteen or was it like nineteen mil for that? I have no idea. It's I think it's I like, just know it's coming up around Chris or Thanksgiving time. Yeah, I think it's like nineteen mil. It's and like nine. I think it's eighteen holes, one on one, nineteen mil. One on one, yeah. Nine? No, I think it's nine. Is oh, is it nine? No, only nine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Still though, <laughs> one on one in Vegas. Bleacher Report is is broadcasting it live. I think. Yeah. I, I think, think it's pay per view too. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it is pay per view. It's pay per view yeah. too. I'd be yeah. a lot more intrigued if it actually was a fight. Yeah, totally. I think for the in their minds it will be a fight. Right. I think we just saw the birth of an A and A uh, sports show segment, uh, fictional fights, fictional where, dream fights, fictional, fights. fictional, fights, fictional you know fights. What I'm fictional saying? fights. I'll take First it. on the books, Tiger Woods versus Phil Mickelson. <laughs> Tiger. Tiger. What I say? I don't remember. Sorry. All right. Yeah. You said uh, I think you said Tiger because well, Mickelson's got blood clots. Yeah, but see, right. I'm going Mickelson because one shot to the spleen on Tiger and his back is shot. It's over. That's he can't also, even grapple after. That's that. also very true, I dude. And then if he him, so. if if he showed up to the fight after a long night of of hookers, yeah, dude, he's spent. Coke dude, and hookers yeah. really get to you in a right. fight. So anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> talk, let's talk about. M- the MLS, so we can move on. Talking about other super exciting things in sports right now. Fucking riveting. I know it is. Let's go back to the fight. <laughs> MLS is in the playoffs right now. We're down to our last, uh, what is that, eight teams. Who cares? Um, <laughs> lots of people care. I thought Thank it was 27. Uh, no. No? Just, the, okay. just at this point, they're down to their last eight. Uh, Real Salt Lake, Sporting Kansas City tied, I'm sure, to these guys surprise uh atlanta fc or atlanta united fc i think in their second year beat uh nyc fc um take a 1-0 um advantage in that series portland timbers over the seattle sounders two to one columbus crew over the new york red bulls and a surprise in my opinion one to zero um these guys play their next game um coming up here um let's see uh timbers again at seattle sounders uh i got timbers winning that one again um i think they go on the road and and prevail kansas city over real salt lake in my opinion um i think united atlanta united will beat new nycfc i think they're gonna get all the way to the championship i think they're actually gonna win the championship joseph martinez has broken the single season scoring record um this year so more goals than anybody else fascinating Um, i know and uh so five (laughs) huh five goals I think so. Yeah. I think no six this year. It was five. That was the last record. Six I was being year. hyperbolic. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I think he scored 28, I think, is oh, okay. this year's record. Oh, okay, um, cool. Is Rooney in the playoffs? Did his team make it? No, they lost in the last game no, on decision sucks. day. But, however, he is joining England's men's national team for one last game, kind of as a hoorah, because they're playing the U.S. in the U.S. Okay. So he gets to go play for his home country. Cool. And beat up on the guys he was just playing with. Cool. Uh, and then I think the New York Bulls come out and beat the Columbus crew 2-1, to one, um, or maybe even 3-1. to one. I do think the New York Bulls would move on, though. Um, so we'll see. I just had to talk about that. You know, spread the culture, spread the love. I know you did. Real yeah. quick, high school scores. I want to include in, hi- in highlights. Uh, Burbank, our friend Phil Button, they won 20-14 to 14 this weekend over Sam Houston. He was promoting nice. that on Facebook. That's a pretty big win for them. And then O'Connor, my alma mater, beat uh, Brandon 30-23. to 23. So my, uh, my alma mater, is uh, they're still unbeaten. They're undefeated um, and ranked 89 in Texas at 9-0. and So that's, uh, I'm nice. very happy for them. Medina Valley lost their second game. Alma Heights, I think it was like 35-28. Did they really? Yeah. Okay. They gave up 28 in one quarter. Oh, in the second wow. quarter, they gave up 28. Yeah. Wow. So that was pretty – I mean, they scored consistently, but that one quarter just ruined the game for them. Wow. So that was close. But 
Anyway. All right. All right. Moving on. Well, Marcos, welcome to the show. I know, so we, I know we already, in, in, already Long time you. listener. Huh? Long time <laughs> listener. Long time listener. 20, all, and like all three months. <laughs> and critic. And critic, and yeah. Critic. Yeah. And That's segment, more important, though. Segment volunteer, uh, introducer, and it's really good. just throwing out ideas, it's me good. in general. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm just taking some stock so that when this thing does blow up, <clears throat> I can be like, well, that's my segment, and I'm suing y'all for God. <laughs> <laughs> I got the text messages to prove it. <laughs> I'm hey, going man. full Winkle House on y'all. There you go. There you go. Hey, 10 cents per download. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, let's talk fantasy football. We brought him on to talk fantasy football. Alex has uh, been playing because he got a... Uh, he was basically into begged it. into a league yeah. that he's winning, <laughs> and he doesn't even give a shit about. I don't. So I do not. <laughs> so let's talk about fantasy football here. Well, first of all... This angers me. <laughs> Go for it. At, okay. I had a buddy who okay. has been asking me to play fantasy football for the last, like, two, three years. Every year. Yo, man, we need some. Yo, man, we need some. Yo, man. I'm like, I don't want to do it. I, I don't want to do fantasy. It takes up too much time. I don't care that much about individual players. I like my team. I'm a Falcons fan for no reason. Um... So dirty know, birds, dirty birds, rise up. rise up, dirty birds. Um, I say we beat the Saints coming up, but anyway, I think I think Falcons can beat the Saints. Keep telling yourself that, anyways. Um, yeah, with that defense, that's that strong power defense the Falcons have. Yeah, you know it, man. With hey, everybody hurt, won the last game, and Kazi's tied for uh, pretty up there for interceptions. Hey, anything can happen on any Kazi. given Sunday. I'm just saying. But anyway, so he's <laughs> been begging me to play, begging me to play. I won't do it. I won't do it. I finally decide to do it. First game comes up. I'm playing him. I beat him like 160 to like 150. If he scored, if he played anybody else, he would have won that first game. Standard PPR, half PPR? Standard PPR. So, so wait, standard PPR or standard or PPR? Oh, sorry, sorry. Standard. Okay. It's just standard. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't whoa, ever want to play this wait, again. Wait. What's PPR? Point per reception. Yeah, okay. yeah, so basically, anytime a wide receiver catches a ball, you get a point. Gotcha. And then every time that player gets another 10 yards... Either air yards or running yards, they get an additional point. Gotcha. So when you say half point PPR, they get half a point per reception. Oh no, I am half. I lied. No, I am half. Hold on, let me check my score. And then Jesus, you said man. standard. Yeah, standard I am. means I am uh, essentially <clears throat> a player will only get points when something is like literally done on yardage. So basically, uh, a wide receiver catches the ball; he doesn't get a point for the catch. It's how many yards he caught it and how many yards he takes it after that. After that. Yeah. Gotcha. Plus touchdowns. So, so if he catches a 20-yard pass and then runs for another 10 yards. He gets three points. Gotcha. Yeah. So in standard, the, the strategy is all about touchdowns, whereas in PPRs. You just need receptions. You just need receptions. Right. Yeah. That's where, like, Jarvis Landry's king and your, mm-hmm. and your receiving running backs are amazing. Right. That's yeah. why catches are such a big deal. I was like, because I have Kamara right. on my team, and he's huge for me. Every week he puts up dumb numbers because he catches a couple, he runs a couple. Yeah. Like, I think this week I had 31 from Kamara. Right. Because yeah. he had three total touchdowns, two right. rushing, yeah. one receiving. So, real quick, for, the, for our listeners that, who have no clue what fantasy football is, are there any other rules when you sign up for a league? The rules are decided by your league. Mm-hmm. Really? Okay, really? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you I mean, you have a commissioner, um, and then that commissioner generally is at the whimsy of the league, and he has to, he or she has to pretty much run things and make sure everything's on the up and up. So, like, what are some of your, what are some of the rules in your leagues? League, leagues? Uh, right now, my league, the only major rule that we're having a big fight about right now is vetoing on trades, because we were a 10-person league. And then we went up to a 12-person league. 
And uh, <clears throat> initially, you just needed four vetoes to veto a trade. Okay. But then we went up to 12 people, and we still kept the four. So all these trades we were trying to do this year mm-hmm. kept getting vetoed. And so that was like, literally, we were at war in a group chat <laughs> about it. Because half of the people were like, well, I don't care, which they were the ones talking about it for the longest time. And then the other people were just really mad that their, their trades were getting vetoed because mm-hmm. they would have helped our teams. You could essentially build an alliance in a league. Correct? You can, but if your commissioner's smart and your league's smart, you make it to where that's impossible. So right. like in our league, it's a $100 buy-in. And then at the end of the year, first, second, and third, all get cashed out prizes. But you're the very last person, the person in last place, has to cough up an additional 40 bucks. So basically, you're trying not to be the last person because you don't want to pay another 40 bucks. Gotcha. And that's what kind of keeps things on the even keel because mm-hmm. you don't want alliances. You just want to make sure you're not you last wanna, place. Yeah, you want right. to beat everybody. Right. Right on. Any, any rules in your leagues that you're aware of that you give a shit about? No. <laughs> not really? No. Mostly don't give a shit about them. Mostly Even if we had them. I don't really do a whole lot. We don't really have... I mean, other guys trade. We don't... Because we're only an eight-man league. We don't really have vetoes or anything like that. We don't... It's just pretty much if you say yes, you say yes. If you say no, you say no. Okay. Um, Who's the commissioner in your league, if you care to say? I don't know. You don't know? I don't. That's how much you don't give a shit. I don't. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> It's fun to play, but it just I, I never wanted to do it. It takes too much time. I don't want to pay attention that much. Yeah. But see, you're saying it takes too much time, but you run a sports podcast. Yes. And you have to watch all the games entirely. Anyway, yeah. Anyway. And then you have to watch <laughs> players and highlights. I know. And this was their argument to get me to join. I was like, I'm already doing that. I don't want to pay attention to. Yeah. Because now every Sunday I'm stressing out. <laughs> I'm sitting there just like, mother. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady, if you don't throw one more touchdown. Oh, fuck. Welcome to America, first world problems. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. But yeah, I just, it, I don't know. I just, it, so right now our league. So he doesn't give a shit about it. Why do you love playing fantasy football? I I assume you love playing fantasy football or you just like it a lot. I like it a lot. I do. Um, I like the, not the the math of it, but just like the, the strategy involved. Yeah. Um, And then. That was one of the questions. Yeah. The strategy involved and, you know, just getting together with, because we know most Sundays we all get together. Well, most of us get together. We go to a bar, we drink beer, we eat hot wings, and we watch a bunch of football. There you go. And it's better than sitting at home where my wife doesn't even like football. (laughs) And then my daughter stands perfectly in front of the TV no matter what's happening. (laughs) So it just makes it a little escape, a little getaway. Yeah, I want to play dolls. Get out of here, kid. Tom Brady's on. Yeah, that's your doll right there. Play with Tom Brady. <laughs> so, how many leagues are you in right now? Uh, this year, I only did one. I only did one. Yes. Okay. Because it worked for me last year. I got second place, and then that strategy is not continuing to work this year. Okay. I was like, "How are you doing this year?" I am fighting to stay out of last. Uh, I uh, got hit so hard with injuries. Injuries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, unlike some, fuck you, David Johnson. Just, <laughs> just want to say that right now. Just fuck you, David Johnson, and the Arizona Cardinals. I had first pick. I had year. first pick, and it was Todd Gurley or David Johnson. Ooh. And since I am a Arizona yeah. Cardinals fan, or was, was. an Arizona right, Cardinals right, fan, was. I decided to go with the home team right. and uh, rookie, mistake. Mistake. Yeah. rookie mistake. Rookie yeah. mistake. Got David Johnson instead yeah, of even uh, Todd Gurley. I don't know if you watch football or not, but uh, 
Gurley's really good. Todd Gurley is pretty good. <laughs> the Rams are the Rams are doing pretty good, dude. I, yeah, I don't, I, know, uh, I don't know how much you've been keeping up with it, but they're seven and one. DJ's gonna break any day now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it coming on. There's but a lot, no, of, but there's here's a lot the, of season no, left. There's a lot of season left, but the thing about Todd Gurley is this, right? So gearing up to your to the fantasy playoffs and your fantasy championship, there's a good chance Todd Gurley doesn't play your fan, your fantasy championship week. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they will sit him to rest him for the real playoffs. Right. So <clears throat> how good is Todd Gurley going to be when you get to the final game and yeah. you lose yeah. because your player just got sat? Right. Sorry, the Rams are eight and one. My bad. Yeah. No, they're pretty good. Yeah. I think Arizona is the one and eight. So, what happens when you have an injury? Can you pick another player? Or yeah, you have waivers. Yep, you can sign somebody on waivers. You can sign some waivers. Um, you if you're smart, you can try to trade. Yeah. Uh, some some leagues allow IR spots, mm-hmm. so you can put a player on the IR, and when he's available again, you can put him right back into your roster. Is it stupid to say that it's kind of, it's pretty much a guessing game like every week? No. Because, no. Because I see people on Twitter all the time like saying, "Should I go with blank or blank this week?" Oh my god, decisions decisions. Like Well, essentially your first four picks are always going to be starting. Yep. Okay. And then then you're looking at your wide receiver two, threes, your running backs, team, your flex position. All right. So it's like then you're just looking at <clears throat> like for instance, it was Corlin Sutton versus Tyler Lockett for me this week. And I went with Sutton. And Weta had that touchdown if he didn't get uh, called back or he didn't, if he had caught it. So, yeah, it's just, that's, that's the guessing game. Okay. But ultimately, a lot of your first four picks are going to be all-time starters. And then you've got to flex people in when it comes to bye weeks and uh, mm-hmm. injuries. Mm-hmm. I was saying, I, I play, I have Lockett, too. I play him most every week because all but two weeks he has a touchdown. Yeah. He didn't have a touchdown in the fourth week and then this last week. So sometimes you'll look at guys who are, like, projected to score pretty low for whatever reason, and you'll see, well, he's been on a roll. Yeah. So you'll play him over somebody else. So you can, you know, if you need to find a different player, you yeah. can drop that guy, pick up another guy who's been doing well even though he's projected low. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you pretty much just play the stats. For yeah. instance, uh, and I got screwed on this one this week, I decided to sit Ben Roethlisberger. Yep. Because he was going up against uh, the, the Baltimore, Ravens, Baltimore. Yeah. And there's always a gritty game. And that's a gritty game. And nine times out of ten, Ben on the road is horrible. Yep. Especially, especially in division. Baltimore, too. And Baltimore's defense is stout. Yep. He didn't start off the season great, either. He actually started. He, for fantasy, it's different. Fantasy, yeah. he's been phenomenal. I think he's averaging 24. Mm-hmm. And to comparison, yeah. Brady's only averaging, like, 21. So... I decided to play Derek Carr, who had a phenomenal game against Tennessee, who has a pretty good defense, and who's going up against San Francisco, who has a weak-ass defense. Yup. And I got seven points where Ben Roethlisberger got 24 from my league. Oh, yeah. Wow. So that's, that can hit you in the nuts. Yeah. That's fantasy, baby. That's fantasy, yeah. baby. That's See, fantasy. I've been having that problem, too, because I have Brady and I have Roethlisberger. And on every other game, they flip-flop. So when I think I should start Brady, he's 12, 17, 9. When I think I should start I Brady. always start Ben at home. Ben at, yeah. This ben dude, at his home. His first year playing fantasy football drafted Tom Brady, number one overall. No, then, he wasn't number one for no, me. No, no? Kamara was number one for oh, me. Okay. You well, don't want to draft way, a quarterback number one. Either way, he drafted Tom Brady and Ben, Big Ben. Qu- yeah. Quarterbacks are not as pivotal 
in yeah. fantasy as your running backs are. So who is? He was my 38th pick. <clears throat> running backs are your, are, are your top. Yeah. Running backs, wide receiver. I would argue just more running backs than wide receiver. I mean, there's like three receivers out there. No, now two. I'll say now there's two receivers out there that are you can put in a tier above other receivers, and that's like OBJ and Antonio Brown. Okay. And um, I would say Hopkins, too. Hopkins now is becoming that player. Yeah. <clears throat> he kind of took Julio Jones' spot. He did. Um, but running backs, because there's so, there's so little of them. Yeah. Like your Todd Gurley's, your David Johnson's, your Le'Veon Bell's. Kamora. Kamora. <clears throat> Melvin Gordon. Yeah. I mean, well, first of all, like supposed to be this year, it was, it was tiered that Gurley, Johnson, Gurley, Johnson, Bell were going to be your top three running backs. Okay. And then Would everyone. Put Kareem Hunt up there, though? No, not this year. I, would, I think next Hunt, year I would, next year I will. Okay. Next year I will, but this year no, because this is his second year. And then last year he kind of disappeared because Andy Reid likes to play that game. He does though. Where he he sits, he doesn't utilize his running back. But this year yeah. it's been phenomenal. Yeah. So Fair next enough. year Hunt will be in that top three tier, uh, but he, not this season. Not 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 in the draft. That's fair. Okay. So fantasy is. You're trying to rack up. You're trying to rack up points, so it doesn't necessarily. This like you said it earlier. Like it doesn't necessarily mean like how good a quarterback is doing. Doesn't always mean they're going to give you points. Correct. Correct. Okay. Like uh, like Alex Smith is a decent quarterback with good stats because he's a good, he's a good game manager. He doesn't mm-hmm. have a lot of throws, but the ones he makes generally connect. But he's only going to get you so many points because he's not doing high yardage passes. And they're most of the time they're running the ball in with Peterson this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's not going to get you a lot of points. Okay. Stupid <clears throat> question. So you said running backs are your go-getters. So I'm assuming yeah. the more yards they rack up per game, the more points that is? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a lot, it's a lot Especially of times. Especially if yeah. they can do uh, receiving and rushing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I would argue that fantasy is the reason why you're seeing a lot more scat backs in the league this, uh, than ever is because fantasy. People want – People want high-scoring games, and the game's going towards a more offensive, fast pace. Mm-hmm. Because people who are watching are playing fantasy, and that's what they want to see. They want to see their player go off on points. Wow. So your team doesn't even have to do – your team doesn't even have to win the game for you to do well in fantasy. Actually, no. Sometimes you want to go with bad teams yep. because you're going to – like with a – if you have, say, your second running back, you want that guy to be on a bad, a bad defensive team. That team have no defense – so that, that they can get scored on, and then your quarterback can't run the ball anymore, right? He can't. They have he, to throw. They have to throw. Mm-hmm. So they're going to just check down to that scat back, and he's going to rack up more points. Right. So you're playing points. You're not necessarily playing by the teams. Right. You're just Correct. playing points. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're playing by individual player, obviously. Exactly. Right. Okay. So, I mean, and you could, have, you could have multiple players playing in, like, four different games. Hell, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, more football to watch for you. More football. More money makes for it, NFL. And then it makes games like on Thursday Night Football, it makes it more, makes it more exciting. Yeah. You know, because I'll have like two players in that game and on, on a regular like night, like let's just say like the San Francisco-Oakland game, does anybody here really give a care like what happened in that game? I kind of did because I had Derek Carr. Yeah. And yeah. I had Jalen Richard. Most nights though, I would have been watching Grey's Anatomy with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> but this time I was like, hey, babe, can't. Can't. I got two players in tonight's game. Yeah. You go the other room. <laughs> I get the big TV. <laughs> fantasy, fantasy aside, what do you, what do you, uh, you have any thoughts on Derek Carr and when the Raiders? What would uh, 
Gruden's doing over there? Letting go of all his players? Gruden's trash, man. Gruden's trash. I think he's trash. I think I don't like what he's doing. I think <clears throat> when it comes to the Oakland Raiders, I think that team had such a tight-knit unity. And I think he came in and he wrecked it because he wants to bring his own he wants to bring his own quarterback. He mm-hmm. wants to bring everything in himself. Yep. So he and, brought up a sorry, I don't mean to interrupt thought. Go ahead. He go, he um we saw an article. He sent me an article a couple weeks ago and he brought it up on the show. Something about um oh it was Coward, right? Colin Coward? Yeah. What what about him? Uh said like Coward brought up um Oh, the trap thing? The trap thing. Yeah. He's, I mean, they gave him a 10-year contract. Yeah. And so he thinks that the Raiders are trapped, basically. And they yeah. can't They can't get out of the situation with Gruden because, they. I mean, they have to pay him millions of dollars over yeah. 10 years. It has to work. So it has to work for them. Right. And you're saying he's trash. So they're basically stuck in this lose-lose situation unless Gruden can... I was like, unless he turns it around. Unless he figures it out. And he might, but as you can... If, if you can see the way he's running his offense this year... He's still playing football from 10 years ago. Yep. And, That's I mean, exactly right. look at Sean McVay in the, in the L.A. Rams. Look at uh, the offensive coordinator for the L.A. Chargers. Explain, I mean, what, explain what you mean by playing football 10 years ago, for those that don't understand. Smash mouth. Yeah. Run up the middle. Um, and then hard defenses. I mean, that whole gridiron, you know, CTE-causing football. Yeah. I mean, that was like 10 years ago, and then now it's all about, like I said, high offenses, high scores. Throwing the ball down the field. Throwing the ball down the field. Having your, running, having your quarterback be able to scramble and make a ten, get a 10-yard uh, first down from, with his legs. You know, two things, too, that I've really noticed. that I, I, I've, I don't think he knows how to talk to his players anymore. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't I agree. Think he, I don't think he knows how to, like, it doesn't look like anybody's on the same page. Like, he's screaming at his defensive coordinator on Thursday night football in front of national television, which is fine as, you know, as a coach, you got to make sure everybody's doing their job, but it, like, it was a very, like, you're probably going to get fired soon kind of a thing. It wasn't like a, Hey, we need to get better. It was like a, like fix it or you're gone. Yeah. Not to get too off from co- uh, from fantasy, but I think coaching in the NFL is, <clears throat> is definitely changing. I mean, your, your coaches have to identify that a lot of your players have their own brand and their own mm-hmm. Instagram thing. And you can't, you can't just talk down to them like you like they would back you know ten fifteen years ago, mm-hmm. and that's why you see where like the young the young coaches are doing phenomenal things, um, and then you start seeing the old coaches doing horrible things, right? And or you see coaches like Hugh Jackson who are way too soft, right? And they're way too accommodating, and they get ran over, and nothing nothing happens. Yeah. Or on the flip side, Mike McCarthy, where nothing happens because he can't connect with anybody either. Correct. Like him, his quarterback, who could arguably be a Hall of Fame quarterback if he plays well for the next three to five years, they have like they do not work well together. That's a good argument as far as like communication with your players as a as a head coach or as a coach in general. You know, knowing that some of these high profile players like they do have brands, their own brands off the off the field. Mm-hmm. You know that you know some of these guys are big on Twitter. They're big on social media in general. So you have to be you have to be aware of how you're coaching them as, and you know, how you're handling them off the field. You know, is that a, you think that's playing some effect? Oh, definitely. Oh yeah. I also think players understand that they are the commodity. Mm-hmm. I mean, you they think about the They have the skill set without them. They're not, they're not buying jerseys. They're not yeah. buying tickets. Right. You know, it's yeah, kind of like shows up to a game to watch somebody coach. Right now. Yeah. I don't go up. I don't want to sit. I don't sit in the, I don't sit in the skybox waiting to see just other GMs talk about, how they run their teams. Right. 
And the other big thing about Gruden, though, I don't think he remembers how, like, I, it, it probably has changed since he's been coaching. So it's like, what, 10 ish years? But, like, the individual player strength now is extraordinarily different than what it used to be. So, like, he's trying to run smash mouth football, but these guys are a lot stronger than they used to be. Even yeah. the weakest guy in the team is a lot stronger than some of the guys that used to play 10, 15 years ago. I don't think he's learned yet how strong the NFL is now. Because I'm watching, and I'm like, you guys are not moving the line ever, offensive or defensive. They're not getting to the quarterback, and they're not providing space for the running backs. They have, Derek Carr is running for his life half the time, I feel like. And just two, three years ago, they had one of the best lines right. in the NFL. So they I, had one of the best lines, and they had one of the best defenses. Yeah, and now all of a sudden, you get rid of like three, four players, you lose a couple guys just generally, and then they're, they're terrible. And it took yeah. Derek Carr to break his leg. Literally. To... Uh, he literally had to, to break lose. A leg. Yeah, he broke a leg to lose the season. That sucks, dude. So I mean, yeah. it's it's just weird how f- quickly they've fallen. And I don't think it's gonna be a turn around in Oakland because I mean, if I'm a college player and they're like, "Hey, you're being scouted by Oakland," I'd be like, "Fuck." Yeah. yeah. At this point, I don't want to play for Gruden. At yeah. this point, saying unless he can bring in because he's got like what five first round picks in the next two years, right? Unless in the next two years he can start to create a better winning culture in a team that he views as. His team, like, I don't think anybody's going to want to play. Gruden lost all credibility when he said Doug Martin is a quality running back. I would agree with that. So, I mean, I, I would just, agree with it doesn't that. move on. That, enough he Gruden. was <laughs> at some point for a couple years, but every I feel like most running backs have two, three good years somewhere, and they fall off. They were even having that discussion about Le'Veon Bell. The reason nobody wants to pay him is because he had his three, four, five golden years, and they don't know what his output will be once he gets back into the league. What he's got left. It's not guaranteed at this point. You know what I'm saying? It's interesting y'all bring up the point that Gruden is stuck in the mindset of playing football from 10 years ago, you know, the gridiron kind of type football. He's been been in the league, or not been in the league, but he's been around the game as an analyst, obviously, and, you know, ESPN has hired him to do some – you know, some shit with quarterbacks as far as getting them ready for the pros. So, I mean, he's obviously still around the game, still watching the game. And I just think it's interesting y'all bring up this point where, you know, Raiders give him this chance to come back on a 10-year deal, but the team is suffering, and obviously they're not doing great. So it's like he's still playing the way he wants to play and not adapting with the game. Exactly. Well, I mean, it's my last point on Gruden is simply the, it's a comparison to Phil Jackson. When Phil Jackson went to the Knicks, he wanted to run his triangle, and the triangle don't work no more. Right. That's all I'm going to say, you know? Yeah, like, yeah I get you. <clears throat> they, I, don't think, I don't think Gruden was looking for the job. I think Oakland was begging for, the, for yeah. him to take the job, and he took it reluctantly like Phil Jackson took the Knicks. I think they should have stuck with Del Rio. I agree. Like, I don't know why... They got rid of him, first of all. But another thing I found interesting, too, and correct me if I'm wrong, he's a quarterback's coach. Correct. Well, I mean, he had a whole show right. or segment on ESPN Sports right. Center where they, you know, they basically, it was like training camp with quarterbacks right. with John Gruden. Like, he was getting quarterbacks ready for the league. Watching tape with them, saying, right. do you see what you're doing wrong? And, you know, I mean, everybody's seen it, you know. But how bad has Derek Carr been playing since he got there? I honestly haven't been paying attention. Uh, he has not been playing great. Yeah, like he's like it went from more checkdowns. Elite. Well, like he went from MV. To... He went from like MVP season. I wouldn't say elite, but he was having an MVP season. Okay, but top ten. Could you argue top ten in the league right now? No, a couple years ago, top ten. Uh 
I am going to cautiously say I agree, but I just because I can't think of any that uh, what the stats were for two years ago with those quarterbacks. Right. But I mean, think about it. He was throwing a lot of touchdowns. He had very little interceptions. He had a pretty high completion rate. Like, he led his team. It got to the point where he had to break his leg for them to lose the season. Right. But that was a pass-first offense and then a run to keep everybody in check. But, yeah, he did pass the – he still passes the ball down a lot. But he passed the ball down a lot even back then. But he had better receivers on the edges to actually throw the ball downfield. So he was probably a top-10 quarterback. Probably a top-10 quarterback. And now there's rumors that they're going to get rid of him at some point. That he's not worth keeping around. He can go to Arizona. <laughs> uh, they're too. Dude, they're not gonna. They're not gonna not start Rosen. That dude. Uh, Rosen's not bad, but they need someone that has some poise. Yeah. Well, Darnold got worse, and I thought he had the best chance of making it from this draft class. But Darnold got a lot worse. I think four picks versus Miami's defense. Really? Yeah. Who do you think was the best quarterback coming out of the draft this year? This year? This year. I didn't pay too much attention to rookies. I tend to, now on quarterbacks, quarterbacks, I like to go veterans. Um, so I really didn't pay attention on who's coming out. I mean, to put you on the spot. No, nah, that's cool. Um, there was like what? Barkley? It was Barkley. Rosen. Baker. Baker. Who else? Rosen. No, nah, see, I, yeah, you know what? Baker. I did like Baker, and I know Alex doesn't like Baker. I do not. Because you're running on stats. But I argue, I argue this, what were Brett Favre's stats? Brett Favre's stats? Baker reminds me a lot of Don't Favre. Don't look up Brett Favre's stats. I'm about to. Don't do <laughs> but it. They were horrible. Yeah, they weren't great. It took but him a Baker, minute to get better. But Baker, to me, reminds me a lot of Favre. Well, and that gunslinger yep. out there personality. Uh, game winning. He's got that nasty, man. He's got that dog in him. I think, yeah. Brett, I think Brett Favre's first pass in the NFL was an interception. It was. It was an interception yeah. for his very first pass. Good old Southern boy throwing that ball. Yeah. It's only fitting that Baker took a picture uh, just like. What, what was the. Wait, you a dick pic? No. <laughs> Are you saying dick pic on, on your podcast? Because, I, I mean, Brett Favre took a dick pic. Because Brett Favre took a dick pic. Lee? In the Jets, yeah. Yeah, he did. Oh, wow. Yeah, and Sand- I did not know that. Because he sent it to that reporter. Sent a reporter, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did not know. No, I was talking about the picture with from the draft. Dude, they, <laughs> when he got drafted. Dude, they did a skit on NFL. I mean, on SNL. I didn't. <laughs> So <laughs> Levi's open fly jeans. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. They did. That's awesome. I don't remember that. My bad. Yeah, dude. So you know how- it went sixty-four. This is completion percentage. So 64, 60, 62, 63, 59, 59, 63, 57, 58, and then it started to go up from there. Um, most interceptions was twenty-four, and that was in his technically his third year. No, twenty-nine and oh five. Holy shit, that's a lot of yeah, and Baker's but, been doing this his first year with Todd Haley as a majority of his OC. Yeah, but look at the talent that he has around him, though. That's Todd a, Haley. That's a pretty good Last line. year, he was Ben Roethlisberger's OC, and what was Ben doing last year? He was They were checking the ball down to Le'Veon Bell and doing a lot more running. <laughs> this year, Ben but has been... you also have Le'Veon Bell ben, to do that with. Ben has been throwing the ball like a monster this year. That's the difference. I think Ton Haley was really shackling yeah, Baker down. but they're down. not doing particularly well either. Man, for Brown standards, they're Super no, Bowl I'm champions. No, the Steelers. <laughs> the Steelers. Yeah, for the yeah. Brown standards, which is why I don't know why they fired their coach. That's the thing that I don't get. I was gonna the ask one that, move yeah. that they've made, I don't understand, is they fired Hugh Jack. And I understand that he's kind of a pushover and that a lot of things were happening that were kind of outside of his control. But for a rebuild year with a rookie quarterback, Going two and five and one or two four and one when they fired him, like I don't get that. I don't you agree get that or move. disagree with that move? 
Firing Hugh Jackson? Firing Hugh Jackson. Yeah, I agree with it. Agree with it? Why? Yeah. Do you? Only because he's he's like he's just Jeff Fisher. There's no there's no need to win with him. You don't get that sense. Like everything's great. We're doing fantastic. Stay the course. You know, it's just it's just a middle line team. You're the Browns though. I mean, any positivity you can get is I mean, but look, you can have positivity, but you also gotta have some kind of energy. That's true. Yeah, at the you end know? of the day, we're, we don't know what goes on in that organization. They could have just said, you know what? We can do better than this. Yeah. But we're who ready. are they going to pick up? That's my question. Who mean, could they possibly pick up right I now? I don't know. There's always somebody else. Dude. I don't know. The OC for, uh, for New Orleans, there's always somebody winning a shot. Yeah, but look how many times that they picked up. Like Somebody's picked up. Like Patricia. Matt Patricia. Coach of the Lions. Right. Past two weeks, they've given the fuck up. But he was a, all, he was a stud coming out of New England. Because he ran that defense. He was a stud coming out of New England. And now his whole team just blows. Well, I mean, the past two weeks they have, but there was like, the, the Lions have been kind of up and down. Like, they seem like they finally get the click together and then they just blow. And I would argue that this week they blew it because. The past two weeks some, they blew it. But this week, I'm talking about this week they blew it is because for some asinine reason they decided to trade Golden Tate, yeah, who that, was Stafford's, make- who was Stafford's like, is like his yeah. trusted his trusted catcher. Yeah, because I have him on my fantasy, and I always started him yeah. because, especially at home, because he was like Stafford's only guy. That's the yeah. reason I started so, locking. Football's too. mostly mental, and if I don't have some of my trusted guy to throw to, right, that's gonna throw me off my whole. Yeah, kind, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Which do you think that has any effect on how the Cowboys did tonight signing Amari Cooper? I mean, didn't Amari Cooper catch a touchdown like eight minutes in? Yeah, yeah he did. It was like his second reception or something like that. Yeah. And then they lose 14. They, they scored, I think, probably less than they Well, that's because Amari Cooper's not good. Uh, no. No. Why do, you, why do you say that? Amari Cooper lacks what Crabtree had a shit ton of, What's and that? that's just dog and fight. Like, if you look at the Amari Cooper's contested catches, mm-hmm. he's like the worst in the league. I would agree with that. If there was, like, a fly on his hand, he dropped the ball. I would agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, get him the ball in space, and you can't touch him. How many times are you going to get a ball in space in this NFL? A few. You will get those chances. Not much, though. No, I would would say. You get those chances. Chances. If you can create You get a Tyler Lockett chance. chance. You get get a chance if somebody misses or somebody blows a coverage. Yeah. Not even then. They're getting it even without blown coverages. They get chances. They just don't take as much advantage of it. I think, you get those opinion. chances if you got Deshaun Jackson speed, if you got Tyreek Hill speed. Mario Cooper don't got that speed. Not anymore. And he's only, what, like 20? How can you say not anymore? He's only been in the league four years. But his first so couple years, so he was a fucking monster. He blew by people the first two years. Dude, NFL are like dog years, bro. <laughs> <laughs> also true. You don't last very long, man. Explain that to Brady. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, there's there's an exception. He to looks every exactly role. the same like ten years ago as it does today. There's Tell a, you what he's doing, man. He's just a, he's just getting virgin blood and pumping that into his arms. I really think so. Dude, it's all that massaging. So, How about that? It's all that massaging. It's all the that comment massaging. that he made about uh about oh yeah Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. If Aaron Rodgers in my system, he's probably throwing seven thousand yeah. more yards a week or something like that. A, a year. Tiger year. blood. Tiger yeah. blood. Tiger blood. G golly, G whiz. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. He's just you know the best. G golly, G whiz. <laughs> G golly. I'm Ain't Tom, afraid of no hosers. I'm Tom Brady. Yeah, no. Rodgers is. I'm getting tired of his attitude though. Why? I don't even want him on my fantasy team either. How so? How so? Getting tired of his. League? It's the same show every week. Rolling his eyes. Oh, he, uh, he's so like 
<laughs> fucking depressing. Dude, if you're on that team, you'd be pissed off too, dude. Yeah, but get the fuck over it. <laughs> like, okay, he has some talent. The biggest problem with the, or with the uh, Green Bay Packers is they don't really have a defense, right? But look at how many teams did well with little to no talent on the defensive side, with some talent on the offensive side. How many quarterbacks have done well with that? All those quarterbacks have good running backs. That that yeah. takes that that takes some I think some I think some I don't think work you off need your a arm. Good running back though. I think you just need a running back and get. So we're talking. You're looking at Breeze in your head. You were thinking about Breeze and Breeze has Kamara and Ingram. I wasn't even thinking about Breeze though. So who are you going for? The who has a who has a shitty defense but is still doing amazing things? The, right now. Yeah. Let me think. Uh. Seattle Seahawks. Not a great defense anymore. Russell Wilson's still doing great things. And they don't have a run game. No, they do have a run game. They're running the ball 55% of the time. I know. They have more of a run game, but it's not so they have, But they have, three to, they have three running backs that can take the load off of Russell. True, and but you can't, not either one of them is particularly good, though. You no, said they need a good running back. And None true, but I would argue good. that if you're running the ball 55% of the time... Your defense is not a weak defense. They're just well-rested. I think that's different. Because you can have a good defense that's tired and an okay defense that's not tired, and I think they'll play the same. I think the Seattle defense is getting slept on. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I think the one game that impressed me the most is when they went to Detroit, but even then Detroit was not competitive that entire game. I think they did. Down. I think the first time they faced the Rams, they did pretty well. I can't remember exactly the, the game entirely, but I think they were the first team to kind of hold them to something. No, because Green Bay also held them about but two weeks ago. Like, the Rams' offense is good, not great. They score more than you, but defenses hold the Rams pretty steadily. They're just exciting to watch because they're a big play team. Gurley runs off a you know, 20-30 yard touchdown run. Goff throws 200-something yards. Like, they're a good team but they're not like what I, I would even say they're not like the saints i think the saints prove that far away they're a better team than the i think the, the saints rams outscored the rams plain and simple they found the holes in their defense and they exploited it yeah yeah any, i'm saying like any surprises with the saints be, is handing them their first loss no no mm-hmm. no no i think the saints knew how to beat that defense which is speed yeah which they got <clears throat> in um kamara and then they got in uh that rookie smith mm-hmm. who can you know, should take it off. And then Michael Thompson. Michael Thomas should not be slept on. That dude's no. A, he's a monster. Fantasy monster, too. Yeah, he can just... Yeah. Contested catches. I don't care who you are. He's taking it down. He lights up a scoreboard real yeah. quick. And with... I mean, with the Rams line, trying to... The defensive line. I mean, you got, what, Sue and, and Darnold. But mm-hmm. you take those two guys out... It's a very Breeze average has, line. Breeze has all day to throw. Yeah. Are the Saints the best team in the league right now? No. 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 Complete team. I'm going to go Pats, man. I mean, I got to give it to Belichick for doing what he's doing. I mean, that's a complete team, even with all their injuries. They've won six in a row. They're still rolling. They're still rolling. Texans didn't start off great, and they've won six in a row, too. You know who I would argue? Okay, if this team can pick up a kicker, like a field goal kicker, the Chargers, in my opinion, are the best team in the league. Yeah, I I can see that. I can, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. If they, and they cut their kicker today, too, I think. Yeah, Sturgis? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So if they can pick up a good field goal, even an average field goal kicker, somebody who can get, like, 90% from inside of 40, I think that they're the best football team in the NFL right now. Yeah. Like, every core group is better than 
most everybody. Dude, what do you think's up with the kickers this year? Yeah, seriously. There's a lot of missed It's been the goals. past couple years, too. A lot well, of, well, I mean, constant changes. So this year. Constant changes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it's not the it's no longer what it's no longer thirty something for an extra point. Yeah, did you? What are your thoughts on that? We, me and Rocco, don't like it. On what? This guy is like. I love the idea of moving the field or the PXG back. back. Yeah, fucking do it. I think it makes it more exciting because I've been loving watching the two point conversions more. Yeah, same. Yeah, and plus more points for fantasy. Yeah, if my quarterback throws a two point conversion and he throws it to my running back. That's four points extra to my team. Yup. Yup. So the Saints have won seven in a row, but they're not the best team in the league right now. Mm-mm. No. Okay. Not the most complete team. I think they're one of the better teams. But again, their defense is not good. Their secondary is not good. So many holes in there. Yeah. Right. Like if you I mean, they a, made Fitzpatrick look good. Yeah. That's, and that's their first loss. And Fitzpatrick, what, had four touchdowns that game? Yeah. And, All right, then. You know. Yeah. He's a good, not great quarterback, too. Yeah, I would think that the the Chargers would be the most complete team if they can pick up a running back. Or, excuse me, a, a field goal kicker. Okay. I just think the Pats are the best coach team, and they're going to be the ones that mm-hmm. can find everything. Yeah. They're going to be there. At it's the next the man year, up. Yeah. yeah, it's next man up. I mean, yeah. Sonny Michelle goes down. Rex yeah. Burhead goes down. No one saw James White doing what James White's doing. No. And I had Burkhead, too. I drafted him. Yeah. I think he was probably one of my first then, 10, 15. Then leave it to Belichick to be... Doing whatever he's doing with Gordon behind the scenes. Josh Gordon coming in and making the impact that he is? That's huge. I did not see that coming. Well, everyone's happy when they're winning. Right. Yeah, that's true. If I was on the Browns, I'd be depressed and smoking weed all day, too. So, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Damn right, I'm going to practice drunk. (laughs) Good point. I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't LeBron. I ain't from here. Someone gave me that fifth of vodka. Put it in my Gatorade. Fucking. It's the only way I survived this place. <laughs> Love that bowl, does. <laughs> More fantasy related, boys. Any, any? What are the biggest surprises so far? Playing fantasy football alone, positive or negative? Both. Positive first. Biggest surprises so far, positive wise. Who's getting you the most points? Who are you? Who are you saying? Oh shit, that guy's doing great again. I don't know if it's a, it's a, it's yeah. a surprise, but Tyreek Hill is a freak. I mean. Oh, I do have one now. That I, I just love watching him. that dude just take off. He is fun to watch. There is, no, there is no secondary. They, I've, seen, I've seen teams put a corner and a safety, and they still can't keep up with him. Yep. That dude is just. And you know he was good last year when Alex Smith was throwing him a five-yard check down, and he took it to the house every, almost every time. So. Tyree Kill has been just one of those fun, surprising players to keep watching. Nice. My biggest surprise, the guy who's got me more points than I thought he would, has moved up in his position, Rick. Eric Ebron, the tight end for the Colts. When Doyle went down. Yeah. And uh, T.Y. Hilton went down. He's, I mean, he's averaging 12.1 points. Yeah. Yeah, necessity. But even still, sometimes you get guys who are necessity and they. That's a negative surprise is how shitty the tight ends have been this year. Yeah, for yeah, seriously. You, you literally have Kelsey and Gronk when he's healthy, and then Ertz, and then everybody else has just yeah. been trash. Yeah, because I had to pick up, uh, I had to pick up Hooper this week because I had both Bron, Ebron, and Ertz mm-hmm. by week, and so I picked up Hooper five point five. The past two and weeks, that's high for the him, past two weeks, I've had goose eggs. Seriously, my last week I had uh, Uzuma, who was supposed Why? to have a because he was supposed to have a phenomenal because Croft out. 
Eifert out, right? Yeah, but even still. And then that's supposed to be. And it was supposed to be the Kansas City game. Yeah, and Kansas City so, doesn't have a good defense. No, so it was supposed to be a game where Dalton can throw the ball all day. Right. So I picked up Uzuma, goose egg. Yep. And then this week I picked up Ed Dixon because it was supposed to be um, Seattle versus the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Another high scoring game. Yep. And nothing. Russell throws to the tight end quite a bit. Dixon came back last week, caught a touchdown. Goose egg. Yep. Tight yeah, ends, tight, man. Tight ends. Yeah. Pissing me off. Really? Even the good tight ends aren't doing as well as they usually do. The only one that is is El Kelsey. Yeah. Really? And uh, Kittle's doing pretty well. Kittle has been a surprise. Yeah. He's been doing pretty well in San Francisco. And O.J. Howard. Yeah. I think next year he's going to be a tight end that you need to pick up probably in the fifth or sixth round. Yeah. Because if he's Ebon proven. traded out. People need to pick him up. I think Ebron is a, is a, is a factor. Because when he was with, he was dropping so many balls in Detroit. Yeah, but now I feel like maybe he's righted that wrong, though. He might have, but the fact that next year you'll have Hilton come back healthy, right. Doyle come back healthy, Ebron. No, that's what I'm saying. If he gets traded out, oh. I would pick him up. Oh. Even as maybe like a double. Depends what team. I've been double. Uh, I've been flexing tight ends because I'll put Ertz and Ebron in there. And I, I think I won at least two out of three like that. Yeah. So he, he can be a pretty good flex option if worse comes to worse. It's worked out so far. Most disappointing, David Johnson. David Most disappointing. Johnson. For me, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah. He's only averaging like 21-something. A lot of his games are kind of hit and miss. Um, for whatever reason, he's just not – I feel like in the past he's been better. He doesn't have to throw, though. He really doesn't, no. I mean, they have a really good – Sony Michelle is a really good running back. Yeah. And so he doesn't have to throw. Actually, you know what my biggest fucking disappointment of the season is? Is what the fuck is happening in the Ravens' backfield? All, all season long. They have two great running... Well, okay. Two better than average running backs. And neither one of them can figure it out. Calm your tits. Those running backs are average. I would say a little above average. No. Alex Collins, Collins is average. I would say he's better When than you average. get cut off practice teams and you get picked up by the Ravens only because your other running backs are injured... He's still He's averaging necessity. like 10. He's still averaging 10. But the other one, that not even Alex Collins is the one I'm freaking out about. The one I'm freaking out about is, uh, what's his name? I just dropped him because he's trash. Dixon? Uh, no, Buck Allen? Allen? Yeah. Like, I, where has he been all season? Because they're not throwing to running backs this year. They're not, but I don't understand because why Because Flacco, Flacco actually has receivers that can catch the ball. Who, Crabtree and who? Brown. Uh, Crabtree, Brown, and that plethora of tight ends that they have that you can't yeah, pinpoint down. They do have good tight ends, though, for some reason. So, I mean... I don't know. The Ravens' backfield has been my biggest disappointment. They have talent. They have a good offensive line. They have receivers they can go through, throw to, which should open up running lanes for the run game and nothing doing. Is that strate- strategic planning, man? Do what? The strategic planning. I can't even say it right now. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up earlier. I wanted to transition into it. Strategic. Strategery. Strategery. The strategery of Strategery. Describe the planning that goes into it each week, guys. Like, each week or it starts at the draft? I was like, yeah, it, it starts, starts a month. One. It starts a month ahead of the draft. Yeah. Whatever. Describe it. Yeah. What, what goes all into it? What are you thinking? Like, uh, I'm, to, to, I'm a strategy you put in is how much money you put into your league. Yeah. Mine's $100 buy-in. I put a lot of strategy in. Mine's only 20, and I have been putting zero. Doesn't give a shit about it. Nope. Outside of like, oh, well, there's a bye week. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Should probably pick up somebody to put put in that slot. That sucks. 
Yeah. But last strategy, just yeah. knowing what you're going for, knowing uh, who's going to be needed. Yeah. You're looking at injuries. You're looking at opposing defenses. You're looking at coaching changes. You're looking at matchups. Yep. Yeah. Individual matchups. You're looking at uh, trades. You're looking at. Um, for me, the big one is uh, streaks. Like, uh, uh, not even streaks. Um, patterns. There you go. For me, it's all about looking at patterns. Okay. And so the more consistent somebody is, or if you see these highs and lows kind of a thing, is learning those quicker than not and then adjusting. Like I said, Tyler Lockett, for me, I've played him, I think, almost every game. He's averaging 12-12, but if you look at him, his projected is only ever like seven points. Six points. He's never projected to do well. But if you look at a necessity, because Doug Baldwin's been out forever, they had to throw to him. Yeah. So, and I think even even outside of Baldwin getting hurt, he's still one of uh, Wilson's favorite targets in the red zone. Oh, so. definitely. Because he'll have like three, four catches for like 20-something yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Well, Wilson's, Wilson's red zone is not the 20-yard line. It's like the 40-yard line. Yeah, that's true, though. That he'll, make true. That, he'll make that deep throw no matter what. Yeah. But it comes to strategies. It's a lot of different planning and thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you going to do? Who are you going to go for? Like me, I like to go – my rare receivers, I like to go on high-powered offense with a high-powered wide receiver, and I take the number two because that receiver, the high one, is mm-hmm. going to get the number one corner. Yep. And that second receiver is going to get the weaker corner. So it's all about figuring out who's going to get you the most points. Basically. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, for instance, before he went out, <clears throat> I, was a, I was loving Will Fuller. Mm-hmm. Because Hopkins was going to grab the number one corner. He was going to get yep. the Ramseys, the Petersons, the Rhodes. And Fuller was going to be able just to run right by his cornerback and get the open ball. So I, with receivers, I like to go with the number twos. And then your running backs, you like to go with the workhorses. Yeah. The ones that are going to get all three downs. Yeah. And then occasionally the scat back if they're, really, if they're phenomenal on catching that ball and taking it to the house. Okay. See, one <coughs> wide receiving group that's pretty interesting to me is the Green Bay Packers receiving group because with Randall Cobb, Adams, um, and what's the what's the other one? What's the third? Allison or the, Adams? Adams. There you go. Um, no, yeah, Adams, <coughs> Cobb, and then Allison. Allison, and then there's a uh, Scatling. Yeah, Valdez Scatling, who's also making emerging. Right. They they spread that out pretty because there's no true number one out there. I don't think. I think I would, Adams would Adam be, be the closest one. Yeah, but there's not like this is like where Hopkins is your number one. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. it's kind of interesting in that you have to really respect one and two. I think also that has you know given some credit to to Rogers for being able to to hit both of them. But it's it's never a bad option to find a Green Bay receiver because you don't have a true number one that's going to get covered like that. Um. So uh, to try back to strategy, I mean, there you go. You have to run your – you got to know what defenses you're playing. Because mm-hmm. if you have something like the Aaron Rodgers Green Bay Packer offense and they're going up against a team that generally wins a man defense, mm-hmm. you know you're going to be able to play Rodgers and uh, at least one of those receivers. <coughs> yeah, I had to play uh, – I didn't have to play, but I played uh, Minnesota versus <coughs> Detroit today. Or uh, the other day, excuse me, on Sunday knowing that the Vikings were going to be able to kind of stifle a little bit of that pass game, and they did just that. Okay. And so they're not always great against the pass, but I figured that they would do pretty well this week at least. Playing your waivers, Mm -hmm. knowing uh, ahead of time. Like if you see like you have a really good matchup or a bad matchup with your defense, like let's say you have 
the Texans defense and they're going up against the Saints, you're going to want to drop that defense and go get whoever's playing Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Actually, I had to do that too. I uh, picked up uh, the Eagles defense because I needed, number one, Vikings had a bye week, and number two, Vikings were going against like New England or something like that, and they were only looking at like three The points. two positions I always stream are quarterback and defenses. I'll always stream them. I'll see who's on the waiver, and I'll – well, that's how, I, that's how I generally run things. Um, but this year, because we went up in league membership, mm-hmm. everyone started grabbing like two, three quarterbacks. So I was stuck having to grab like Andy Dalton and Roethlisberger and keep them on my team. Right. Because the only thing that's left on my waivers for quarterbacks now is like Bortles. Dang, that far down. Keenum, yeah. Let me see. I was like, we, don't even, we have a little <laughs> bit better than that. Let me see. It's not great. We have Flacco, Trubisky, and Smith right now. Top three. Wilson's on there. Mayfield's on there. Uh, cars on there. Keenum's still there, though. Uh, Mullins had a hell of a... Did you, you watch that game? Sadly, I did watch that game. Yeah. yeah Mullins. That's, the game that, that's the game Derek Carr yeah. killed me. Yeah, I don't know if you watched the full thing. Mullins destroyed that game, though. Third string quarterback. Dude. Yeah. First game, 262 yards, three touchdowns. That tells you, man. Fucking day. What they were man. talking about him is that he's the guy that knows the playbook better than the, some of the offensive coordinators out there. Yeah. 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 That just tells you, man. So like, Miss work, work over talent always always wins. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, my biggest thing is I need a number two running back because Collins is not cutting it for me, but I cannot find one. I'm not about to trade somebody for him because they're all trying to get Ertz out of me, and then that hurts my ass. So, Marcos, who's the team flying under the radar right now for you? The what? The team flying under the radar for you right now. Fantasy aside, just in general, in the league, who's flying under the radar? Under the radar. Chicago. Chicago. The Bears. Five the Bears, three, right? Yeah. Trubisky's doing well. He's a, he's a, he's a decent manager. Mm-hmm. And then I think that defense is yeah. just phenomenal. Yeah. Picking up Khalil Mack was huge. <clears throat> Khalil Mack, Trevathan. You still got Prince Akamura or whatever. Yeah. I think yeah. that defense is just destroying people. They're nasty. And they got that old Chicago defense going on, too. Like, they hurt. Like, it, yeah. it, it used to be like when you went against Chicago's defense, you were scared of it. I feel like that's kind of coming back a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of cool to see. But that's why they were saying that Khalil Mack needs to get MVP um, this year because he, in one trade, he affected three other teams. Yeah, like completely affected three other teams and probably knocked one of them out of the playoffs just by being traded. So I can see why he would get picked up. You know who is flying under my radar right now, though? The Carolina Panthers. I wouldn't say they're playing on the radar. That team has always been stout. Yeah, but a lot of people are not looking at them to do very well because they, have, they don't have the great record right now. There's not a lot of trust in Cam from anybody. But his passing has been better this year. He's been much more accurate. The defense has really been stepping up. McCaffrey's been doing great things out there. And, yeah, not, maybe they're not as slept on, but I feel like people are not paying attention to them as much as maybe they should be. I don't want to face Carolina in the playoffs. I think if Carolina's getting slept on, it's because you have, you know, Mahomes doing what Mahomes is doing and, and, right. and Breeze. I mean, Cam's just not exciting anymore, but Cam's still running the shit out oh, of that yeah. ball. He's a fridge. He's a yeah. fridge running the football at the quarterback position. <clears throat> but again, it's not even so much his running that surprised me this year. It's his passing. You know, someone asked me the other day, speaking of uh, fantasy fights that we always wish we'd see, LeBron versus Cam Newton. Oh, Cam. That's where I went to. No. LeBron? No. No. Cam Newton is way tougher than LeBron yeah, he's James. he's a bigger dude, too. Yeah. 
Yeah, no. I'll be the odd man out. I was about to say, because LeBron plays a sport where it pays to be a flopper. It does help him. <coughs> Very true. Cam yeah. is a fridge running a football through a lineman, and he's bigger than these guys. That's the thing. When your quarterback is bigger than all of the defensive linemen, like... <laughs> I mean, if they, if I'm going to talk him. about an endurance race, LeBron would win, but a fist fight? Yeah. Cam. Yeah. All day. Although, if you look, Cam looks like he's been slimming down. I saw an interview with him today. He looks a lot thinner than he used to. So I'm wondering if he's losing CrossFit. Yeah, right? Damn CrossFitters. Well, I'm surprised he hasn't told us about it yet. Hey, I'm Pat Mahomes real quick. Is that over? Is that is it all overreaction or is it legit with him? It's legit. It is. Legit? It's legit. We'll see if it continues into next year, but Andy Reid is a quarterback's coach, and he found a quarterback who can throw. Are they going to the playoffs? Oh, for sure. Well, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't mean they're going to win in the (laughs) playoffs. I don't have trust in KC in the playoffs ever. Neither do I. If it's it's KC versus uh, the Chargers, Chargers take it. Yep. Well, I don't know. The Chargers never have good luck versus KC. True, but I think this year they can do it because their defense is is really stepping up. It is. Yeah, their defense has surprised me. And a if lot. they get Bosa back before the playoffs and he's yeah. healthy enough, then they can get yeah. to Mahomes. Mahomes' one issue is <clears throat> he has that great line mm-hmm. that gives him plenty of time to do what he has to do. If you can get somebody sneaking in there and he gets his first hit, then you see where he, if he's legit or not, yeah. to be honest. I don't think he's been rattled all year. I don't think there's been a team that's really gotten to him that well all year. But very few teams, I feel like, this year have good pass rushing anyways. I feel like there's only a handful of teams that have legit pass rushing, like, ability. Let's say the Cowboys have it. Bears. The, okay, Bears, <laughs> yeah. Kiki in Carolina. Yeah, see, I was thinking DNs, but yeah, Carolina has, they, they can pressure pretty well. Um, let me think. Texans can pressure pretty well. With Watt and Clowney and them. Merciless. I mean, I think the line, the Texan Merciless, line is yeah. probably getting slept on the most. Yeah, but I would agree with that. But they've just been slow starting, but they have yeah. been solid the last couple weeks. They just find ways to win. That's why I like watching the, the Texans is because they just find ways to win. <clears throat> I know we can cuss on this, but Bill O'Brien's a fucking cunt. Yeah, he is. I yeah. get so sick of him. Yeah, yeah you can cuss. Nobody really, cares. Nobody listens. I know, but I just... <laughs> Bill O'Brien just... Yeah. He gets so lucky. Yep. Like, he's like, I'm not going to run Lamar Miller because I don't want to run him to the ground, but we're going to barely squeak this win by two points. It's, yeah. I feel so bad for Texans fans. Or I'm going to go ahead and pull Will Fuller out of this game because he has a slight injury because I don't want to make it worse, and we're barely going to win this game. And But they'll play DeAndre Hopkins, who's been on the injury list, like, as questionable every week so far, no. which doesn't make any sense to me. But, yeah. Bill O'Brien does Just not need a job. Asinine things. Yeah. <laughs> I would agree with that. Marcos, quick start bench cut, man. Tom Brady, Drew, B, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers. You're starting one, you're benching one, you're cutting one. I'm going to cut Brady. Wow. Whoa, that's a bold <clears throat> statement. No, because those are the three options you gave me. And like I said, Brady doesn't have to throw the ball as much because he has a, a stout running game behind him. I was about to say, what are, what are we basing this on? Yeah, and then, like, I'll trade Rodgers because he has a name value. And Breeze is playing MVP, lights out, breaking, yeah. breaking records, breaking all his own time. records every, every week. <laughs> every week, I feel like he breaks a new record. You're basing it off of all time. I don't so we're going for GOAT? We're going for, like, out of the yeah. three, who's the GOAT? Oh, Brady. Yeah, well, Brady gets to stay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Breeze is second, Cut Rogers. That's how I would put it. I would put Brady as the goat. You cut Rogers and you bench. I would go. I would cut Breeze and who's done? Who's done the most with least? I would Rogers. Nah, I, I would say Brady because there's been years where they didn't have a solid receiver. Yeah, yeah he makes receivers. Yeah. Because when you watch them when they leave, they don't do so great. Right. Except for Cooks. Yeah, except for Cooks. But, like, Amendola, he's trash at Miami. Um, What was the other one? They have Hogan now, and he's not a good receiver, but Brady makes him a good receiver. Um, Yeah. Amendola? Breeze has had Reggie. Breeze has always had, like, Reggie Bush Mm -hmm. and, you know, decent receivers. He's always had another star with him. Yeah. And Coleman, then, when he was playing the wide yeah. receiver, yeah, and Br- I liked him a lot. And Brady hasn't necessarily always had a star, unless you count Gronk, Gronk, Gronk and Aaron, Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, right? but <clears throat> two tight end sets usually do that. But that's, I mean, they they're the ones that created that two tight end set. But right? also, if you think about it, well, no, not even then. Never mind. And then look say, at because Packers haven't had a good running back in ever. No, but they've had. But you've had Jordy Nelson, than, Randall right, Cobb, yeah. yeah. Better receivers than than the Pats have. Most with the least, probably Brady, and then Rodgers, and then Breeze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a tough one, though. Yeah. So, where were you? Where were you I, I'm sorry if I missed it, but you're so GOAT. Start, bench, cut. You're Tom Brady, what? Oh, so Brady, then Rodgers, then cut Breeze. Okay. Really? That's fair. Yeah, only because, I mean, <clears throat> I think Rodgers has kind of done things that, given that he has the same time as Breeze, he'll surpass. Right. Fair enough. How, well, how old is Breeze? Breeze is 39? 39. 39. Rodgers is what, 35? 34, 35? Now, maybe. I don't know the age. I don't either know. I didn't go to the I last birthday. he's birth- younger than Brady, though. I didn't go to the last birthday party. I wasn't Fair invited. <laughs> I just snuck in. Didn't get the invite, man? I was supposed to. No. Nah. But- yeah. I just went anyway. Maybe next year. Um, it was a dope-ass bouncy castle I saw, though. <laughs> yeah. It was connected to another bouncy castle, which is kind of nice. That's the dream. <laughs> right. <laughs> Living the dream. <laughs> All right, so real quick, I gave you the heads up before we started rolling, but top three fictional athletes. You said you had two. What's the third one? Or who, give me him. Should I give you the first two? Then? <laughs> oh, I got Please. one more for you after this. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is 34 years old. Good there you guess. go. Good guess. Go. Good guess. He's friggin' our age. <laughs> You're older than me. I am. LeBron's our age. <laughs> LeBron. And he's open to school. Yeah. Yeah, what, that's true. He opened to school. <laughs> what did you do yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> Took a four-hour nap. So, first all-time fictional athlete. Yes. Johnny Utah. Boom! Johnny Utah. Okay. I don't know where that's from. I'm sorry if I'm too young. You wouldn't. It's point break, dude. Yeah, okay. dude. Point get break. two. Utah, get two. Utah, get two. Okay. All starting quarterback for Ohio State. Come on, man. Come on, dude. Okay. And then he went on to be a surfer. And FBI agent. <laughs> yeah. Like He's see- an FBI agent. <laughs> like to see you do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Again, I ask, what did you do yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> All right, number two. You're going to see a theme. Can y'all guess? Football. It's a Mr. Shane Falco. Oh, yep. yeah. Okay. That's like a, you called that one. That's yeah, a great he, choice. Shane Falco was on my list, too. That's a yeah. great choice. Yeah, Shane Falco. Another Keanu character. Footsteps Falco. Yeah. yeah. 
And then the third, I'm having a hard time. I was hoping to find another. Uh, is it Keanu Reeves as the, I was hoping as, as the coach of Hardball? What was, <laughs> damn! What was that stupid movie called? It was Hardball. It was Hardball. hardball yeah. yeah, Hardball. <laughs> you can go with that one. I'll just go with my third one, Tin Cup. Oh, Kevin Costner action. Oh hell yeah! Okay. Dude, it's That's so hard one. not to. Yeah. Did you listen to the last podcast? Not the whole thing. Not yet. My uh, my number five was uh, Latimer. Remember that movie? Remember the program? Oh, the program. Yeah. Oh yeah. Latimer. Not Benny the Jet. No. Yeah, y'all guys love football, baseball, but I'm not. I just because it's the best sport ever. I can't. I was like, did I pick any baseball I, besides Pablo Sanchez? I don't think so. Nope. You had Tim Riggins. You had who else? I had Tim Riggins, Forrest Gump, Pablo. Oh, Peter LaFleur from Dodgeball. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you say Forrest Gump already? Yeah. 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 Okay. Can't remember my other one. Yeah. I don't remember either. I don't remember what you said. Anyways. You had a start bench cut for him? Oh, yeah. Okay. As far as fantasy goes, Gurley, Hunt, Kamora. Not that anybody would have all three, but I trade Gurley. Trade Gurley, <clears throat> only because I, my fear for him is in the finals he's going to be sat. Right. So if I have Gurley, I'm going to the finals. So I'm gonna try to get rid of him so I can get some, uh, some fight. Right. So I'd probably trade Gurley. Probably keep Hunt because they're going to need to keep utilizing because their Spencer Ware is not a decent backup. Right. And I'll probably have to cut Kamara. Cut Kamara. Yeah. Just because I get more value for Gurley than I can Kamara. Right. See, I would, I would trade Hunt, bench Gurley, start Kamara. Because people want Hunt. People, people will pay out for that. I'll bench Gurley so I can get him through the playoffs and then drop him. Or not drop him, but bench him right before. And then Kamara because Ingram keeps getting injured. Right. So, and cool. plus he's utilizing the passing game. Yeah. Which is huge for them. Yeah. It's like half his points come from the past game. Right, anyway. exactly. But right on. All right. I'll take them. I just think I just think Hunt will be utilized more yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. All right, boys. Fantasy football, man. That was fun. Thanks for being here, Marcos. Fantasy Staying football. Up. Should D- probably play next year. D&D no. for jocks. Well, we're thinking about making a... Uh, uh, You're thinking about making it, but you keep saying you don't you give a shit about it. So. I could be commissioner. I don't have to play. <laughs> I just get I to make up play. rules. <laughs> Other people might. Yeah, we'll, we'll still think about it. We can do an ANA league. Yeah. We'll get some of your listeners league. involved. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a good way. Yeah. I'm down. I just, I don't really want to play. If it's an ANA one, I'll play. Okay. If we get ANA. If it's an ANA one, you have to play. Yeah. True. You can't be a host yeah. and not I mean, play. I guess you I have try. to, but you got to try it. So all you fans out there, if you want to see an ANA fantasy league, go ahead and send that email in. True. Double A sports show. If we get five requests for it, we'll do it. I thought it takes five of y'all. How many would we need total? Five, six, seven, eight. We need eight okay, players. Yeah. Yeah. So three. Would you be in? Sure. We're okay, not. so four. So we only need a, I guess so a minimum four. of four. Yep. I'll take the Alex approach as uh, I don't give a shit. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's been yeah, working so far. Six yeah, and three here. tied for three first games place. in. Rock goes like, like has four computers open looking at stat oh, lines. No. <laughs> <laughs> like studying defenses. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Look fantasy up. shit this week. <laughs> I know Welcome to the war room, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we get what if we get you said four or five? Four. We need, we need if four, we okay. all do it, we only need four more. If we get four people to email in and say 
Fuck yes. I want to play fantasy football for the A&A League next year. Okay, we'll do Winner it. Winner gets an A&A t-shirt. Boom. There okay. Hey. T-shirt and hat. No I'll, buy-in needed. Just, throw so, in a cap just winner gets a cap and a t-shirt. There we'll throw on a cap, too. Yeah. Throw in a cap and a t-shirt. There you go. Do an online draft. Right. There you go. Cool. Right I'm down. All right, boys. All right, Marcos. All right. Thanks for staying up with us, man. All right, you're welcome. I'm about to go crash in my car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. This was fun. Uh, what's the email again, brother? The email is double A sports show at gmail.com. Double is spelled out D O U B L E A sports show at gmail.com. Love it every time. I love it every time. Every time. Get, on my, right. get on my level, bro. <laughs> go find us on the socials. You know, socials run the world, so go find us. We're going to get out of here. Yeah, it's going to I got nothing left. See you guys next week. All right. Later, everybody. Peace. Later. Thanks for having me.